0: Welcome to the England Rugby Pod. Thanks for downloading episode 154. With the typhoon putting an end to the England v France and New Zealand v Italy fixtures, should World Rugby have had a little more foresight? It is, after all, typhoon season in Japan. You're listening to the England Rugby Pod, the rugby podcast that believes England will win the World Cup in 2019. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, A bit of a mixed episode this week. Uh, obviously, it's our midweek roundup, but the plan had been to focus a little bit on the uh, the final Pool C match between England and France. And of course, it's been called off. So uh, I'm joined by Dan to discuss what's going on in this Rugby World Cup. Dan, how are you, mate?
1: Good morning, mate. Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. I believe that's the first time in World Cup history that a game has had to be called off.
0: Yeah, um. it's it's obviously really disappointing. Um, it's left us a little bit flat for this this mid midweek episode I mean we're gonna to have to come up with a plan for what we would have done on Saturday I'm not quite sure whether we're gonna bother or I'm just gonna cry into our tea um yeah
1: but let's I mean let, I think we, we, we need to we need to discuss this we need to we do we do this is this is this is, this
0: is a big talking point um, yeah. there's lots there's lots of things surrounding this we'll come on to it we'll come on to it there's a few things yeah. let's let's cover some of the games that have happened um and and just see what's going on in the rest of the Rugby World Cup. And then, yeah, we'll come back to this, and this will be the main focus of the episode. Um, just before we do, uh, we've had another review. I usually have these ready to go sitting in front of me, and I do now. Here it is. Uh, so Excellent. this is from, from Will Crisp. He says, Hi, guys, long-term listener of the pod, and I must thank you as your pod, amongst others, has kept me entertained as I recover from a shoulder operation, Village Rugby at its finest. Uh, just thought about the current, just a thought, sorry about the current squad. Can you remember a time when England was in such a privileged position to be debating which world-class player they would have to leave behind? Uh, four or five years ago, we might be debating whether our starting players were up to scratch. We now have world-class players that aren't even making the 23: Sega, Wilson, etc. With the players available to England, they should comfortably go all the way. Um, and he goes on to say that Ford, for me, is playing much better than Faz at the moment. If we moved fans to the bench, it frees up a spot for laggy JJ or Slade. And we know how destructive they can be when the game opens up. Uh, Thoughts on that? And he's left us, he's actually, he's reviewed us once before. He left us five stars previously on iTunes as Crispy Dinner. Um, And he says, please keep the pod beyond the World Cup. All the best, Will, Crisp.
1: Will, well, thank you very much. Firstly, uh, best of luck with the shoulder recovery. I've had uh, shoulder issues myself. It's a pain in the ass. Well, Pointing
0: oh, the, the shoulder. shoulder, mate.
1: Yeah, but all the best for that, mate. Yeah,
0: getting the wrong um, treatment.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's probably that's probably why mine took so long to heal. Um, what, what, do, what do we say? So a few points there. He thinks Ford's playing better than Farrell. 100% agree with that. I think Ford is best fly half in the World Cup at the moment. Well, I he's,
0: think he's he's making a lot of pundits World 15.
1: Yeah, I I think he's the most form fly half in the World Cup. Uh, Farrell on the bench. I I I do disagree with that. Actually, I, I see where he's coming from because it does free up um, space. Because having like two of laggy and JJ does sound does sound pretty naughty. I think but the thing I...
0: is, if you're if you're saying Farrell on the bench, and you're you're looking at a twenty three, so you're not really freeing up a space for for one of those guys because they yeah you know, that that person could be on the bench and things could get changed around during the game. I think yeah. you start with him. He's your captain. You've made a commitment. Um, obviously, there is a lineup you know that you draw, but I wouldn't say that he's playing badly. Uh, no, yeah, he I, had a, I he don't had think
1: a, he's good that line. He had a little bit
0: of an off game um, against Argentina, but he, st- he was still he was still good. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't freak out just yet. He's the kind of player that has a habit, I think, of, of reacting to poor performances with great ones. So I have full confidence.
1: Oh, absolutely! It is a good point, though. Um, but I mean, if you had to go with Ford or Farrell at the moment, you would go with Ford. Yeah. I, think I you mean, would. I, I'm not sure Eddie would because of what you have mentioned with all the all the extras that Farrell brings and the captain. But George Ford at the moment, yeah, he's having a hell of a season.
0: I guess there's a question of we've, we've for a very long time, at least, we've not seen Ford at ten for England without Farrell inside him
1: yeah 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 well, outside um him. outside him outside
0: him. um so yeah there is a i guess from without eddie's point of view stuff,
1: and... without seeing Farrell inside him yeah
0: that's what i said mate let's <laughs> yeah. let's move on
1: okay sorry yeah that just got that just came to me I, i've been slow i apologize carry on
0: um so, yeah, so I guess the question is, would he, Would he? you know, is there an element, I mean, there's all talk about, you know, are they telepathic, um, but, you know, is there an element of their experience of playing together and knowing each other so well that, that enables, that helps, sorry, to enable Ford to produce the kind of performances that he does? And would he, would, you know, would it be as good if he had, you know, Manu inside him or Henry outside. Slade in,
1: Stop saying inside, outside. <laughs> well, no,
0: because I'm, I'm I'm thinking that man is what coming in on is man is coming in, in on the head. crash ball, mate. Man is coming in on the crash ball. He's, he's, looping, he's looping. He's looping inside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Would it be the same? Do you know what I'm trying to say?
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure. I do. I don't know what you've been watching, but get your head get your head back on Mercury, please. Um, would it be the same? I think. So normally, I would possibly agree with that. Well, it may be different. But actually, I think Ford's been playing so well all season that mm-hmm. I I don't think he's playing well because of Farrell. I think he's playing well because he's just on great form at the moment and he's a great player.
0: Is that why Farrell's not playing so well?
1: Uh, Spending fa- too much
0: time inside Ford.
1: <laughs> possibly, possibly that's it. Maybe he needs to focus more on this rugby. Hey, eh? um, uh, what's yeah? What what do we think? So yes, Ford for me has to start at ten. Um, and I think at the moment, Farrell starts at 12.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, Tuolangi, to you're basically looking at the match and saying, do we want our, our, a power game, in which case you're looking at Tuolangi 13, um, or do you want to open the game up a little bit more, in which case, you know, you then need to decide, are you going with a Tuolangi perhaps at 12 with a, with a JJ or a Slade at 13, or are you even... You know, going the other way and saying, well, you want a Slade and a JJ. Sorry, uh, I've just got that completely muddled up, haven't I? Sorry. Farrell at 12. The question is, do you go to a Laggy at 13 power game or do you go with a JJ or a Slade to open the game up, have a bit more of a sort of playmaker uh, with the pace and everything else?
1: Will makes a good point. Yeah, that's interesting because that's what it leads to. Will just make a good point now. If Farrell wasn't captain,
0: um, drop, at, not drop, but move to the bench.
1: If, if you're going purely on form, I would probably go um, forward with Tuolaghi at 12 and JJ at 13. Mm. But, it's a good but problem to
0: have, the, the, as, long, as long as Eddie makes the right choice. And well, obviously,
1: well, I, we don't know what that yeah, is. Well, we don't know what that is. And actually, that follows on nicely to uh, to Will's other point about... How nice is it to have such well-class players we're picking from? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. We have got some absolute quality and talent in our ranks at the moment. And it's it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be a It's always a pleasure to be a fan, but it's particularly a pleasure at the moment to be an England fan.
0: Yeah, I mean, part, part of me does worry that, you know, with all that strength in depth, is it more difficult to know what your gun 23 is? Because it's all well and good saying we've got such we've got so so many people to pick from, so many great players to choose from, but you've got to pick your best twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at the moment, I don't I don't know what that is. Like a lot of the positions are, are it, I think they're pretty inked in. But you know, the back three, uh, the centres, even fly half. I mean, I think we we've made a decision on that one now. But you know, all of these positions, we have options. Um, Back
1: three and forwards and backs,
0: yeah. And yeah, you know, it feels like that's the sort of thing you want to have before a World Cup. It's not what you want to have going into a quarter final. <laughs> you want to know what your gun team looks like. Um, and yeah, I just can't decide whether having Tualaagi and Cockinessiga on the pitch at the same time is like like we had against Ireland, and we saw what dev- how devastating that was. Is that is that you know peak England or Do do we need more? I say more pace. Cockenzie is apparently the second fastest guy on the pitch, despite being one hundred and twenty kilos. But do we need more? You know, do we need to have the Watsons and the Mays on the wings, the JJ's in the centres, perhaps you know a turnlaggy in the middle to to break defences? But is he as effective? You know, when when oppositions are able to double up on him.
1: Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. And second fastest? Do do you know what distance that's over?
0: Uh, at least seven or eight metres. At least seven. Because- uh, no, I imagine, imagine 100 metres. There's no way that Big Joe doesn't need a little bit of room just to get up to
1: speed. Well, exactly. Because speed, based on a rugby pitch, the most important speed is uh, probably your first 50, your first 10, 15. Yeah, like a Watson um, or a JJ. Like a Christian Slade. Yeah, exactly. Or a Watson, JJ. Um, so it makes it interesting. And everyone always says, oh, it's a great problem to have. I don't think it's always a great problem to have as for the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. Um so it, it's interesting. Um But this is why oh, I
0: think this is why I think Joe Joe needs to be on the bench because it, present, it it gives us that option to change things up if needs be. Um, yeah. even though I don't think he's as good as alternative wingers. And that's where the problem lies. You know, you've got Jack so, Noel, you've got Anthony Watson, you've got Johnny May. Already, you've got one too many in those three. Then you've got Joe Cock and a So you've now got twice as many people as you want for the wing. You've got Daly at fullback. So you probably need to have Watson involved so that you've got fullback cover. <laughs> um, yeah. Jack Noel well, was looking awesome when he came on. Like, what, what do you do?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a big one. And unfortunately, we won't be able to debate that team for another week now. I know. Um, yeah. Which is a pain in the ass. But before we actually go on to all the England stuff, shall we. Uh, because there's quite a lot to chat about there.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, there have been, there've been some, some other interesting games this week. So, obviously, yeah, since since England last played against Argentina at the weekend, uh, Japan beat Samoa 38-19. New Zealand decimated Namibia, not surprisingly, 71-9.
1: Did, did you watch that game, though?
0: Uh, yeah. I, to be fair, Namibia looked, you know...
1: They looked great for half an hour, didn't yeah.
0: they? Yeah. Well, they were in it. I was about, what was it, about 12-9. Ten. I think they even took the lead, didn't they? Oh,
1: I, I think there was 10 nine at one point. Um,
0: 10-9. but for a good for a good sort of thirty minutes, and then and then New Zealand basically had won the game in the last ten minutes of the first half, and which then, fair enough. And then obviously closed it out all throughout the second half, and yeah, seventy one nine the end result there.
1: Yeah, um, I mean which no surprises, is yeah,
0: yeah, uh, France Tonga. Now this this was a really uh, interesting one. Obviously uh, at this point we were thinking we've got France in um a week just under a week um you know could tonga do do something i mean tonga against argentina i thought were unlucky they they made some really silly errors early on um and, and they nailed argentina in the second half so i thought they were you know they lost tonga lost that rather than getting beaten um so you know it was always going to be an interesting one when you consider that france probably should have lost to, to argentina but for that offside call um and it didn't disappoint.
1: Well, also France Tonga, that's interesting. Had France lost to Tonga, um both France and Argentina would be on eleven points. And France would be going through, but would be going through based on a match cancellation. Yes. So that that's that. this is where the sort of cancellation be I mean that's not the reality, so let's not go down that route too much. But France Tonga France, you and I chatted about this the other day at quite length at quite a lot of length, didn't we? And we, and we can go through it now because it's not obviously gonna be part of a match day chat. Everyone when we were saying which France will turn up, at the moment there is only one France and they're yeah. not great.
0: Yeah. I I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back the which France will turn up debate because obviously their next game is looking likely to be against Wales.
1: Yeah. Um, and they've got quite good history against Wales.
0: Yeah, really good history, mate. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I reckon France are turning up for that one. Uh, but yeah, no, it, you're right. It's it's the the, the whole kind of cliched which France are going to turn up the bait is I think it's it's not what it used to be. You know, we used to. It's all well and good to look at the team sheet and say these guys as individuals are great, and they show yeah. that. They show that in all. They've shown that all throughout this World Cup. Individually, they can have these little moments of genius, but they last like two minutes.
1: It's like Fiji, isn't it? Fiji, and then it's yeah. all over. Player for player, Fiji are one of the best in the world, easily. Some of their players are unreal. But if it doesn't count as a 15, I guess that doesn't really matter.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I I think the problem is is that, you know, the France that turns up and absolutely decimates an opposition is a France that has a huge number of individual moments because they don't seem to be able to string together, you know, what tends to be necessary to work your way through, uh, you know, the pools and then the knockout stages of a World Cup. Um, and I, I think England probably would have gone with a relative second team out yeah. of the 31, and I think they probably still would have beaten France, and I would have banked on a on a bonus point again. I just don't think that France upper, offer or offered um, enough opposition, but you know we'll see what happens when they play Wales. But it, I suspect Wales are going to get a, f- a fairly easy ride through the quarterfinals as a result.
1: Yeah, I, I, I suspect you're probably right. I mean, France against Tonga was pretty poor, but then same Wales needs to ride through. Uh, Fiji gave Wales a scare, didn't they?
0: Oh but yes, they certainly I, did. I, I called this. I called this early on, um, and I said, you know, w- watch Fiji because the trouble is Fiji. Fiji let themselves down when they decided to play a second team against Uruguay, and then you know had that sort of brain fart match where everything went went wrong and you know they thought they'd won it in the first five minutes and went to sleep if they'd won that that yesterday would have been very interesting
1: yeah yeah that that yeah that would have been massive but
0: more importantly how do, you know
1: lots if of, they'd I, won that with a bonus point as well
0: yeah but more importantly uh you know a lot of welsh fans as tends to be the case with home fans um kind of Saying everyone needs to chill out. You know, Wales have done what they needed to do. They're through to the quarterfinals. They've topped their group. How can we just dis- be disappointed? You can be disappointed because you conceded. Admittedly, one of them was was a forward pass and disallowed, but it didn't need to be a forward pass to be a try. Like three tries in about ten minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That that's why you're disappointed because there aren't many teams left in the World Cup once we hit the knockouts who are going to give up an advantage of potentially 21 points in 10 minutes.
1: I mean, let's be a bit careful here.
0: In the World Cup, I said, not in the 60 <laughs> yeah, nations good, against good, Scotland. Good. We felt sorry for Scotland. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> oh, okay, OK. But no, but, yeah. but, you know, OK, it happened. Yeah, sure. These these records exist. But the reality is it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, again. you're right. And, you're right. And the thing with Wales, and this is the difference between, say, Wales and Australia. Um, you know, Fiji were obviously up against Australia at 60 minutes. Australia came back and, and ultimately clinched that one 39 um, 21. Um, but Wales are not, by no means, the most attacking team in world rugby. You know, they've, yeah, they've no for, yeah. for a long time, their defence has been key. Well, if your defence is the strongest part of your game and you want to be the best team in the world, you've just given up three tries in 10 minutes. I, I think, I think you, you you'd be right to be concerned. If it was England, then that had happened. I would be concerned.
1: Yeah, uh, what, Wales. What Wales can grind out games and can win, but to me, I can't see how Wales, the way they play, the way they're playing, I can't see how they could win this World Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, what well, doesn't help, of course, that Dan Biggers, I don't know how serious it is, but you know, already the the second choice fly half. Although, admittedly, I, I think he, you know, he's reasonable. been brilliant.
1: Yeah, he has been good.
0: Um, but you know, he he is officially the the second choice fly half, and he just took, obviously took a pretty bad knock, and and who knows when he'll next be available. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any reports on it yet because uh, the news has been fairly full of something else that we're going to discuss. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a it is a bit of a worry. you know, take a couple of injuries sustained in that game. Fiji looked awesome. I think you know it, it's brilliant for them. I just I just hope that. Uh, I hope that World Rugby find a way to give teams like Fiji, who clearly, uh, you know, are beyond the standard of the Pacific Nations Cup, is it Pacific Nations Cup? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they need they need to be given more exposure to top tier rugby, um, and I, yeah, I don't really know how.
1: Well, do the, that. this is yeah. I mean, this is a massive World Rugby debate, isn't it? And we'll we'll chat about World Rugby in a bit because. There's with Fiji's talent. If they had more infrastructure, um, the reality is their players have to play abroad because with their talent they'd be they'd be idiots not to. There's not the money in Fiji. and There's never going to be, and that's it's not really well. That's not well. It's not really. It's not at all world Rugby's fault. But if there could be more money, perhaps in their infrastructure, so they could train to give them more in Fiji, as Japan have done. Japan are looking a good team now, mm. and If if Fiji could sort of go down that route, make, you know, give the national team more financial and sort of time resource, then Fiji could be...
0: How do you go about doing that? Because you've got to look at the clubs. No idea. No idea. These players, you know, these players, they're playing for clubs in New Zealand and Australia and... um, England, France. Yeah, in in the top leagues around the world. They they obviously can't play their domestic rugby in Fiji because it, it's, it's non-existent at that level. Yeah. Um, so they have to do this. The clubs are not going to turn around and say, yeah, we'll pay you a salary, but you, because you're Fiji, get to have more time off to go and train with your country.
1: Well, I mean, so, no, but there's there's some people, I mean, Fiji don't get to give anywhere near as much as say, England do. And if they did that, there are, they might sign deals with their clubs based upon release clauses for international duty. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's... Uh, rules about international windows and things like that um i it, it's it's a real tough one, and it's not i 'm not blaming anybody for this situation because part of it is you are where you are, but it is something to be looked at because if if Fiji genuinely were given all the resources England had from a time monetary etc, they would probably be one of the top three or four teams in the world.
0: Well, ironically, if if that was the case, uh, you'd probably find there's a lot of players playing around the world, you know, for other nations, who who would perhaps not have done what they did, um, and would be playing, you know, for their homelands. Yeah. Um. So you know, you'd see massive transformation there, and you know, what would be the impact on New Zealand, for example, or Australia, and you know, how many of the islanders, the uh, Pacific islanders, are playing for those teams if if they had the the ability to play, you know, for Fiji instead, without yeah. it being financially
1: burdensome.
0: Yeah, surely they would do that. Or, you know, burdensome,
1: maybe the wrong word. I think it's but, not um... a
0: word. Full stop. But but we'll use it. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, let, uh, let's yeah, move I'm on. Sure yeah. Let, yeah. Let's move on. Either way, it's a shame. It's a shame we're losing Fiji in this World Cup. But they've, the right been, a, they've been a joy. To, they have me. been a
0: joy to watch.
1: Yeah, the right two teams in Pool D look like they're going through in Australia. But 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 that was a great game. Yes,
0: that Wales Fiji match. So, so yeah, enjoyed that. Um, Yes, yeah, uh, Wales looking like they're going through in top spot. Short. That fact is that official.
1: Must be. Uh, Must be now. Well, what Wales and Australia both have a game left. Um, but oh, of Wales. Course they do.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wales, Wales, oh, yeah Wales have got Uruguay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's. So, that, yes.
1: Let's that's say it is official. And Australia maybe. have got
0: Georgia. Um, so, yeah, probably five points apiece. And, and, yeah, they go through in that order. So. I don't uh, think
1: Georgia will get five points against Australia, but I think they'll do all right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it affects us because one of those two is who we'll face in the quarterfinals. But, yeah, it is looking like it's going to be Australia um but that's fine so we do australia then we do new zealand and then we do south africa in the final jobs are good
1: yes yeah more um, interestingly
0: i think <coughs> is uh, the Scot- scotland scotland against japan because that is right. huge in that, terms that is, of in terms of <coughs> group are they pool a yeah yeah
1: and so, so this is where this is where we um this is where we need to sort of probably go into more depth about these cancellations now well pr- it- for, for,
0: for, before the cancellations let's look at what, what what it what what it means if if nothing's canceled and everything was you know get played as normal and then we'll come on to what the impact is of the cancellations yeah, yeah. because as things currently stand you've got Japan topping the group with fourteen points one yep. game in hand you've got. Ireland in second with 11 points, one game in hand. And you've got Scotland in third with 10 points, one game in hand. So, obviously, a Japan win, they they top the group. Job job yep. job done, Scotland going home. Scotland need to beat Japan with a bonus point. Um, a
1: Japan no, win no. a draw and Sorry, they top yeah. the group.
0: Scotland need to beat Japan and Japan not get a bonus point. Is that right?
1: Yeah. They um, need to win by four points, yeah. So, so if Scotland get a bonus point not, and Japan not, get a bonus point. Yeah, not four points as time.
0: in four four points from, from no, two yeah, so, so,
1: yeah, No, yeah, sorry. Uh, four points as in Scotland need to get four points more out yeah, of the yeah, game yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, yes. So a a win is enough as long as it's by more than seven. Yeah. Uh, or a bonus point win... And, Japan, Japan, also not, get and Japan not get a losing bonus point and a four-try bonus.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's a big ask, especially when probably the more important question for Scotland is, how do we not lose? Uh,
1: yes, yeah. I mean, Scotland Scotland looked pretty clinical against Russia, which uh, I know, I know. Let, let's, not, let's not use that I one, think, actually. I think
0: the important thing to remember here is that as this, as this World Cup's gone on, the minnows, as they've been referred to on numerous occasions you know, they're obviously not used to playing this level of rugby full stop. They're certainly not used to stringing together four or five games in a row. So inevitably, you've got someone like a Russia who comes along, you know, massive underdog, Japan in the opening game. They put up a bit of a fight for uh, for the first sort of 20, 30 minutes, but ultimately Japan beaten 30 points to 10. Well, that Russia's is never going to be able to put in as big a performance, uh, you know, in the last game of the pool stages three weeks later as they have done in the opening game of the World Cup. So I don't think you can look at it and go, well, Japan beat Russia by uh, 20 points, 30 points to 10, but Scotland decimated Russia, and therefore Scotland are clearly the stronger side, because I don't think it's apples and apples.
1: Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Um, it's, okay, so so we've looked at that, and that's the case here. Now, this is where, and this is where we're going to go into the more political side of rugby, because you know, both you and I love a political chat. Um if if the match Scotland Japan match is called off, I I will feel cheated. I'm not a Scotland fan. I'm not a Japan fan. In actual fact, I kind of want Japan to top to win and top the group. But could you imagine being a Scottish player? Your one World Cup, um, your one chance. Even for matches called off, even an Italian player against New Zealand, one, you know, there'll be a lot of players there. Where it's a one chance play against. The consistently over the years best team in the world in a world cup and they've been taking away that chance now yes if it's a complete freak of nature there's nothing you can do but October's typhoon season in Japan have world rugby and don't get me wrong here let, let me be clear here first I think Japan have put on a great tournament I love the fact it's gone somewhere different but have world rugby screwed up by putting the world cup in a country that in, in a country in typhoon season, uh, it's it's
0: it's a difficult one because it's typhoon typhoon season every year. So, you know, Japan is able yeah, to so, deal with it. Um, have they screwed but, up?
1: I mean, could, could you could what, you what, maybe are the, looked...
0: what are the alternatives? Because you can't suddenly just have a World Cup at a completely different time of year.
1: Well, exactly. So, so that would be an alternative. But like you say, you can't really do that. Or could the alternative be actually build building an extra week for the World Cup, and and say look, there might be a typhoon, so there's a week between perhaps the final pool game and the quarterfinals, which yes, is a bit more painful. But so if a match is called off, you have that extra week to replay those games. Yeah, maybe
0: I think look, one of the things that people have been saying on on Twitter is, you know, why. As as you pointed out, you know they're aware that there was always a possibility to the point to the point that they actually put out guidelines as to what would happen in this in the event of of a game yeah, being called yeah. off. So it was already, you know, they they were aware there was a possibility of this, and obviously they're quietly hoping that it wouldn't come to it. Um, you you look at the route that the typhoon is going to take, and it and it kind of you know, stretches along the eastern coast. Surely, with, with the amount of warning that we've got, you know, we've had the best part of a week where we've thought this might happen. Surely, you, you could have put contingencies in place to say, look, in the event that this happens, we're going to fly the team somewhere else. It doesn't even yeah, have to be yeah. in Japan. We'll fly them, fly them down to, to New Zealand or somewhere. Um,
1: yeah, I, it, yeah and, no. and
0: if you have to play in an empty stadium, you're playing in an empty stadium. But you yeah. play. But you play the game. I think. I think it. Like I, I'm absolutely. I, I completely understand that safety comes first, and I think we need to be genuinely concerned. You know, the the typhoon yeah. that caused England to be delayed for eight hours or whatever it was when they arrived in Japan. It was 400 kilometres across. This one, 1400. Jesus you know, Christ. Th- there's the potential for this to be. Really significant—not just stopping a rugby match from happening, but but potentially like the damage that it could cause. You know, this is pretty serious stuff. So, of course, safety first, and it's not just for the players. You know, you got you got to think about the fans who are all trying yeah. to get to the stadium, the people in the stadium, the people who are working, the the um, you know the staff, just everyone involved. Also, bear in mind that you know, public transport and stuff—that's all going to shut down. I mean, it's it's going to be a, an absolute nightmare. Um, when so, it hits, so, so I get.
1: So I agree. The right call was to call yeah, off the game, but I but that is the right call. Yeah,
0: but but, but I hundred percent agree. Knowing that this was a, a a realistic possibility, there are surely numerous options that could have been put in place. In, and as I say, including having a plane on standby to fly the teams
1: through su- the typhoons su- and yeah. see which one lasts. Yeah. Exactly,
0: exactly. Play yeah.
1: no, but game but, of chicken sh- through the typhoon. But why not fly
0: um, fly somewhere where the typhoon isn't. I mean, if you yeah, can't do I, it, you know, you could have had a double header. If yeah, you needed or, a crowd, you just, you, you have to refund the the um, the um people that are going to miss course. out. But you just say to someone else, look, you, you lucked out. We're, we're
1: having a double header. Yeah, yeah. Buy tickets on the thing. Exactly. Um, or like you say, if we built in a week, it, it's different. If it had been like when the, the volcano in Iceland, if it had been something like that, that, that's just nature. There's nothing you can do about that. That's no one's that's no one's fault you can't plan that or when the Chavs rioted in London or whatever like there's nothing you can you, you can't see those things but I'm not sure the I riots
0: just, in London are quite the same as a typhoon
1: <laughs> no 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 of course they're not or but, an Icelandic
0: and, volcano uh,
1: yes an Icelandic volcano okay yeah yeah I, I just wanted to have a go at the decades we writing. um but let's,
0: did you ever manage to sell that TV <laughs> I've, I've
1: quite them, <laughs> nice. I still got a few of them actually I've still got a few going um but if you're, if it's an act of God, like a freak act of God, so be it. But so like, a bit like a typhoon, for example, like a typhoon. Yes, exactly. But I mean, a freak act. But <laughs> with this known, like you say, a contingency in my mind should have been. That, that's that's my in. only
0: that's my only gripe yeah. with this whole thing. I, I think they've looked at it and they and they've decided uh, England looked the strongest side. These are the two teams that are going to go through anyway. Let's just yeah. do this and and move on. It's the same the same with New Zealand and Italy. Obviously, the difference in the England France game is that France theoretically could have gone through in top spot, but I imagine they're sitting there going, "No, no, no, we're good."
1: Yeah, we're cool. We're cool. We're, we're happy Don't to worry. go through
0: in second. We'd rather have Wales. Well, Wales Australia is irrelevant, but it's more about semi finals if they can get yeah. through, isn't it? We'd rather have South Africa than than New Zealand, but.
1: And the All Blacks, yeah. Although France have got a good, a reasonable record against the All Blacks and World Cups, particularly in um, semi-finals. Yeah, so, I think
0: it's the right. I think for England, it, you know, this is this is what we want. You know, lots of people say, "Oh, you want to avoid the New Zealand," and are England going to throw the France game so in order to avoid New Zealand? No, no. I, no. We, we would rather have New Zealand in the semi-final rather than wait until the final when they when they are going to be more up for it than any other than any other time. So
1: yeah, this is. This is one of the – so I I wanted to go for a top spot, absolutely. Um, So one of the things – there are a few things that have annoyed me about this. One of the things, mentioning when we beat the Aussies like a naughty Catholic schoolgirl, I I know for a fact – I don't know for a fact – I am fairly sure that Michael Checker is going to use that. Oh, Oh. well, if we had an extra week, we would have been on – you know, we would have been on form sport. Uh, I don't know why he's speaking like that now, but if, he he will use an excuse. He'll use an excuse, whatever. Of
0: course, he'll 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 have his excuse pre-prepared. And that would annoy me. It'll that get it'll get released. Me. His his post match, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, it'll interview will be before pre, pre-
0: yeah. recorded. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Of course, yeah. If England if England dominate Australia, he will definitely be be referencing that fact. But let me ask you: Is it a blessing for England? I would argue I, that, that it's, it's mixed. You know, yeah, the, the, the positives are, are obvious. You've got a bit more time to rest. You've got a bit more time to prepare. Um, you know, less chance of injuries. Um, but at the same time, you know, are you coming in a little bit cold then?
1: I, I've actually, I've thought about this. I've thought about this quite a bit. I, I don't think this is beneficial to England. Marginally, I, I can see the benefit. Like now it gives everyone an extra week. You know, it gives people, you know, time to get fitness. But because of what you mentioned earlier about, it, and because of Will in his review, we have so many world class players. I think we kind of wanted that other match just to, like, have the four parallaxes play together again or whatever it may be, just to maybe help Eddie in his mind. I think that extra match would have actually helped England build and progress more. I think England are going to get stronger and stronger. And an extra match would have put us in a stronger position, but it's it's marginal either way. And I I'm going to say this now, and I'm going to stick by this. This this will not be the reason we win the World Cup. We will win the World Cup because we're the best team. We would have won it if this game happened, or if this game didn't happen. Oh
0: yeah, we we, we were we were beating France with a bonus point.
1: Yeah, of course we were. 100% yeah. agree.
0: Um. um. I think, look, it's it's two weeks. It'll it will be two weeks since the Argentina game when England play their quarter yeah. final. Um, two weeks is the same as as the midway point in the Six Nations. Yes. So it's it, we're not talking about some unprecedented type amount of time off. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's one week for Australia. Um, you know, these things happen in rugby all the time. So. Yeah, of course. You know, well, when, well. It, when it was the Tri-Nations... I don't used, remember
1: the last time a World Cup match was called off. No, 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 not, not World Cups, but, no, but having no, no. having
0: a week more to prepare than your opposition because, you know, yeah, look at the, tri- the Tri-Nations before it became the Championship. Um, yeah, different know, times, exactly. Obviously, that, you know, that, that, that was the case then as well. So, yeah, it's not an excuse. Um, I, I would rather have had the extra game. I think, you know, we talked about this at the beginning of the World Cup. You know, we felt that England had the best the best sort of lineup uh, for their matches, gradually just increasing with intensity so that they were absolutely prepared come knockouts. uh, And and that's been messed up a little bit by the fact that this game's not going to go ahead. Having said that, we originally stated this on the basis that we thought that France were going to be serious contenders. Um, As it is, they've been awful. So would we have got that next... Level against them, I don't think so. I think, if anything, Argentina was probably going to be the peak of intensity and it would have come down a level against France um, because it, because against Argentina, you know, they were playing for their lives, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the conclusion is there, Dan. Um, it is what it is. It's disappointing as fans because we were obviously looking forward to watching the game, and obviously, you know, it's, it's clearly hugely disappointing for the England rugby pod. Uh, fans who who are hoping for a, a semi live episode, another live Mandy and Dan, but uh, exactly, and, and, and exactly. You know, they're not going to get that. But I don't know, maybe we'll we'll come up with something else. There are, I mean, we could we could maybe do it for the Scotland Japan game.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, we won't we
0: because I'm not around. But yeah, you know, and, it, it's a nice and, idea. And yeah, I mean, I'm looking.
1: Where are you going? Why? what are you? I'm talking?
0: only going to see my brother, but I'm just not going to be uh, around to record. So uh, I watch it uh,
1: at his place. I'll tell your brother to get over himself. Uh, which brother Uh, my older brother oh oh, yeah definitely tell him to go over Uh, himself he won't be listening (laughs) damn it um but it's uh yeah it's a massive shame and just as a rugby fan world cup match or not i was really really looking forward to watching england play again um and and i feel a bit a bit disheartened but equally england have got three batches, three bonus won't wins, so I'm still ecstatic about that. Uh, what I really hope now, yeah. and yes, it's typhoon. I hope that's the end. No more matches are called off. What does happen in the knockout stages if a match gets? I mean, I'm done? guessing. I mean, obviously, it has to be rearranged. I'm, I'm guessing
0: there are contingencies in place for knockout. Um, yeah, and they move the games, and perhaps they go double header route. But I'm not quite sure how you. I mean, things like if you suddenly move it from one from one end of Japan to the other, do do you do you transport the fans that have tickets for those games, or do you just delay it and have it in the same place but just after the you know? But you've got a week to get it done. I don't really know, to be honest, because you can't you can't say right, it's it's the quarterfinals, but we can't play it until Thursday because uh, of this typhoon, and then you've got the semi final on Saturday. Two yeah. days later, so I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be very cu- very curious to hear what the the contingency is, because clearly you can't say it's a draw.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, right, it's exactly right, and you can't toss a coin for a World Cup game. It's, it, it, like you say, it'd be really interesting to hear what they come up with. I mean, I did read
0: that that if you if, if if in in the pool stages, this is not about cancellations, but in terms of who goes through. The the kind of the last line of defence, if you like, is world rankings. Is it? So if everything else is tied, and there's quite there's quite a few levels, so the chances they, they, are they, pretty slim. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if everything else is tied, then then the last the last sort of level is world ranking. Wow! So can you imagine if they did that for um for a knockout result?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 would that would
0: piss people off, wouldn't it? I mean, Could you imagine? The, the one the one silver lining in all this, Dan, is that we get to make predictions about England v France. And, you know, we've not been spot on just yet, but I feel confident about this one.
1: Indeed. I, I'm, I'm going to go nil-nil. Nil-nil draw, yeah.
0: Nil-nil draw. Um, obviously, the,
1: I, I, I still think England will win. The
0: un, the unprecedented uh, result, of course, is that Italy have nilled New Zealand.
1: Yeah, first time ever. Well um,
0: done. Is that the first time New Zealand have ever been nilled?
1: I don't know if it's the first time have ever been nilled. It is by Italy. I think it might so, be well, well played in, in Italy. A living
0: memory. Um, so yeah, well done Italy. Good result, you know. Nice way to end your World Cup campaign.
1: Yeah. But uh Arriva in, I, don't even, I, can't indeed. Um, I don't even know if that's Italian. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, who knows, mate. Um, so I had wanted to do, and I, to be fair, I didn't do any research for it, so um, it, it was never going to happen. But perhaps perhaps <laughs> this is what we can do at the weekend if we can find time for, for to do something different. But I wanted to do a bit of a sort of uh, statistical analysis. I know we don't do that very often, um, but just on how the how things have gone in the World Cup so far. And I've been looking for resources for information Um and got a, a great um i, I chatting to, to rugby inside line on twitter um, and they have sent me some information that they've managed to collate by being far more efficient than we are um, oh wow and it's fascinating you know meters run carries you know, for, you know on a per team basis in order to determine um you know the sort of standings in terms of how teams are performing and it's it's really interesting so we will try and do some analysis on that and Um, Maybe that will be a a way to to replace the England against France game, but um, but yeah, I think that probably. Dan, you know, there's only so much you can, so much time you can spend talking about Typhoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It is what it is. It's very disappointing. Um, But safety first. Let's obviously hope that there are no serious uh, issues. Don't want anyone getting hurt um, or worse. Um, Of course. And who knows? maybe maybe at the last minute there'll be some like miracle and the, you know, the, I don't know a load of, a load of rioters in London will cause a volcano to erupt in Iceland, which will drive the typhoon away
1: I mean, that is actually quite a likely scenario as well so, is it, I mean, is it one that
0: we yeah, have prepared for
1: I don't think they're prepared for it again. No. God, they, they, they should be so listening so then slapped. they need to um,
0: yeah guys, listen, thank you so much for tuning in. Obviously, apologies that we're not going to be able to bring you uh, England against France, but I can assure you it's not our fault. Um, we are as disappointed as you are. We will try to come up with something interesting to bring you uh, as an alternative, um, but failing that, we'll obviously be back next week as we prepare for England's quarter final. We have qualified for the for the knockouts. Um, we have three bonus points from the three matches we've played. Perfect result. We were the first team in this World Cup to qualify for the quarter finals. Uh, things are looking good. Um, We'd love it if you get over to iTunes, rate us, review us, let us know what you think. If you want to get in touch with us, if you've got any comments about this, uh, you know, let us know how you feel about the, the cancellations. If you've got any clever solutions that we've not thought of, that World Rugby clearly haven't thought of, let us know about those too. You can reach us um, on social media at Pod, or you can email us englandrugbypod at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just keep tuning in. There is not long to go now before the knockouts begin and that's when things really start heating up. So we will catch you very, very soon.